Southeast Wisconsin has some of the best high school and college athletes in the country. How did they get their start? Where did they begin their journey? It's time to talk about some of the best youth sports programs in the area. 10% It's time for the Youth Sports Show with the Fans High School Insider, Big Time, Mike McGivern. Oh, welcome into the Youth Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan, Mike McGivern, alongside Shane Covington and Randy Drew. We're talking seven-man football. And if you know me, I've been asked about four or five times the last day or so, hey, how are you going to highlight, promote, and celebrate seven-man? And I said, I'm going to try. I know Shane sent me a bunch of information on seven-man and trying to change my mind. But look, I know they do good work. So there are some tryouts going on for the show. That is, uh, these guys run uh, the show, and, and uh, it is seven-man football. Tryouts are Sunday, December 2nd at E-Line. And uh, 8.30 to 10 registration, 10 to noon tryouts. Ages, uh, give me ages, uh, Shane. What are we looking at? Uh, so right now, uh, we're going 13 to 15 for uh, Future Stars. And then for Club, we're going uh, 16 to 18. So that future stars thirteen to fifteen. You've been doing that for a bit. Uh, no, this will actually be our first year that we actually go uh, that young. Yeah, is there um, competition all over the country at that age? Um, yeah, so every uh, top program, um, pretty much in the nation, has their own. I would say feeder system. It's almost a youth program. Yeah, pretty much. So uh, yeah, so from there, uh, you know, they'll have that attached to the club team, and those guys start off, you know, from anywhere between 6th and 7th grade, and move up every year until they're, they're done. Hey, how did uh, how did Vincent, how did you guys do this year? Uh, we did pretty good. Um, we went 5-5. Five and five. We took a uh, second on okay. our side. Um, we lost to Reagan 6-8, uh, to eight, so we win that game. We actually in a uh, conference championship. How do you feel about the the uh, the future of the program? Uh, it was looking pretty good. Uh, the new stadium is looking beautiful. Man, um, really nice yeah, from what I hear. Kid, yeah, kids buying in to you know, everything that we're preaching over there, and on the administration and the principal, you know, support us. So I was looking pretty well. Good. Um, numbers were okay? Oh, uh, yeah. I started off with about uh, contact day 68. We ended with like 50, 48. I, that's good. Yeah. So everyone that I, I, I would play would say like, hey, you know, you guys got a lot of kids out. So they, everybody already seen the, you know, the culture and the change of the program. Um, freshman class, sophomore class, do you see some 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 talented kids? Yeah, um, I got I had about eight freshmen start this year on varsity. Um, yep, so I had uh, pretty much like three old linemen. Um, my quarterback um, had played, started four games, had two corners. Um, so I got a lot of young talent. As you guys know, and our other guests, and I'll ask him the same thing. As you know, you know when you when you're playing at that level that young, boy. The next year, everything slows down. Yep. These kids are not half as big as you. You know, when you when you're starting there as a freshman, you're going against what you, grown men, okay. and then as a sophomore, things slow down. Um, so the future's pretty bright. Yes, sir. Yeah, everything's looking good. I actually have uh, my left tackle this year. Got first team All Conference freshman. Um, he's actually the nephew of uh, Josh Oglesby. Okay. So I actually got you know some. How big kids. is he? Um, he's already like six two two eighty. Yeah, as a know, freshman. As a freshman, <laughs> where size. Yeah, he's got size 16. He, so. You know what Randy Drew was thinking? He looked pretty good as a Blue Duke. That's what he was thinking. <laughs> Randy Drew. And there's no, we can't recruit because that's illegal, but we can recommend and highly suggest because that's <laughs> right, not that's illegal. Different. Randy Drew, he is uh, the co director of the show. He's also assistant head coach, defensive coordinator. Let me give you, if, look, if you know the name and uh, 
you probably do if you're if you're involved in in high school football, youth football. Uh, second year coaching at the show, he uh, under the radar prospect, of the state of Wisconsin, but he went to Northern Illinois. Four years started defensive back, voted one of NIU's fifty greatest players of all time. Had NFL stints with the 49ers, season in NFL Europe, played in the AFL, finished his career playing five seasons in the CFL. Man, you don't look that old. How long have you been doing this? Man, it seems like forever. <laughs> Football's <laughs> been good for you. It has been. Uh, I wouldn't change a thing about it. Maybe maybe a million-dollar paycheck. but <laughs> There you go. Yeah, or two million, right? Two, two would yeah. be good, too. I split it with my boy. Yeah. What about me? You can get a piece of Yeah, it. thanks. I appreciate that. You know what? We just <laughs> met, but look at me. got my hand out already. Hey, where did you go to school? Where did you go to high school? I went to Nicolay High School. So Nicolay, and then from Nicolay to, to Northern Illinois. Back in that day, Randy, when, when you were a senior or junior in high school, if you could have gone to any college in the country, where, where was your mind at that point? Where would you have wanted to go play? Before I had a, a realistic viewpoint of college football right. and landscape, <laughs> I wanted to be a Gator. Actually, I wanted to be a Florida Gator. I just thought, you know, football, the culture down there, right, you know, was so was so amazing. It, it looked so, you know, awesome on TV. Uh, I just I just wanted to play down there. I wasn't highly recruited. Uh, funny story is uh, the, the man that actually recruited me to NIU, uh, Coach Matt Canada, who's the interim head coach at um, Maryland right now, yeah. was actually Shane's uh, recruiter who got him to Indiana. So we got that common interest as well. Right. But, uh, yeah. I had went to a camp in Minnesota. I mean, I always get flack from Shane and basically everybody in southeastern Wisconsin. I never made. I never went to the playoffs in high school. Uh, Nicolay, we never made it to the playoffs. We were, you know, we still a struggling program. A little bit. We had a ton of ton of athletes though, um, skill guys. We never had a lot of size, but we had a lot of heart, which don't do much for winning. But you know, we well, that conference <laughs> tough. That's yeah, a, yeah. look. You know, because you're still in the conference or yes. back in the conference. Yes. That's a tough. It starts with Homestead, fifty-one fourteen win at uh, State. You know, and it's, uh, they tough. I mean, yeah. Kill Kill has done an amazing job there. He you has. Know, we uh, it's always been an uphill battle against against Homestead, and they've always had a good solid program. Um, it's like Shane said, it started with the feeder program. They got a great feeder program. They got a great support system. Kids buy into the system. Um, I'd be the first person to say that I definitely think that uh. Homestead outperformed themselves this year. I did too. I didn't think that they were good enough to to blow Brookfield out like that. But I would never count them well, out of being a state champion. No, and, and look, you know what? Jed Kennedy is as good as they get. Yeah. And and let me. My son in law is on the staff at Homestead. Right. He's a linebackers coach at Homestead. Jed Kennedy, his quarterback was dinged up. Right. And Lashinsky is is one of the best quarterbacks the state of Wisconsin has right. to offer this year. Right. And I think. Look, not to take anything away from that, I just think that that 51-14 is misleading. It was 14-14, and it was, uh, yeah, I, I think they did outperform, though. I, they were better than I, they, they obviously were better than, than than I thought. I knew they were good. I thought the conference was maybe down a little bit this year. I agree. You would agree with that? I definitely agree. I mean, if you look at just how the tables turned from last year, I mean, we we beat them 23 to nothing last year. We graduated 17 starters. Right. Um, we I was at year. that game. Yeah, we're young. We had a down year, just as far as experience. Like Shane said, you know, you, we got a bunch of young guys playing. We're trying to raise guys through the program. You got to take your lumps. I mean, we still played them pretty tough, but you never can be the Homestead team shooting yourself in the foot. So. No, no. Jake Walter, fun to coach with all the time. I'm Great a big coach. fan. Great coach, huge Great fan coach. of his. It's always good to play for a players' coach, somebody who played the game. Yeah, uh, he's a Whitewater Hall of Fame in two sports and. 
I think that's his approach to the game. Um, he's laid back. He gets the job done. He's a hard-nosed coach. He was a hard-nosed player. So kind of. You know what he hates? When I say I think he's the best athlete ever to come out of Wauwatosa East. He'll never take any credit for he, that. You know what? I'll get a text. <laughs> he'll, he'll text me today and say, well, knock it off. Hey, don't do that. I, look, I get paid for my opinion here on the radio station. And my opinion is I think he overall the best athlete. Look, you, you know, there, there's a number of guys in that conversation. You, talk, you know, there's a number of them. But that, that's just my, my feeling. Hey, so, Shane, let's talk more about the show. And the tryouts, again, if you have interest, I would go to their website. There's uh, some information that you can get. Um, go to theshowfootball.com. Or you can go on on Twitter, uh, the show football, um, but the website it is the show one word the showfootball dot com. Give you information not only on on who's involved in the program, what the program is about, but the information on these tryouts, what the cost is, what the times are. Again, thirteen to fifteen, sixteen to eighteen um, are the ages that they're looking for. And registration is eight thirty to ten thirty. Tryouts are ten to noon. How many kids do you expect, or how many kids do you hope for? Um, well, every year we obviously go past uh, what we, we think that our num- number is going to be. Um, last year, I know we had two trials, actually, one earlier than one later in December. Uh, so I know the first trial, we had about 100. Um, then that second trial, we had about about 60 to 50 Okay, that range. Um, this year, I'm hoping and kind of gauging it's probably going to be the most we ever had. Um, yeah, so right now we have the pre-registration. Right now we're up like um, Future Stars. We have like 12. And then Club, we have like 22 pre-registered right now. How many, um, how'd you guys do last year? Uh, we did pretty well. Uh, we actually uh, did something we never did in the program history is uh, beat Boom Football down to Illinois, uh, which if, you know, people follow 707 Football as the top program in the nation. Right. Uh, so we beat um, actually their, their top two teams um, last year. Um, that has nothing but Division One talent, um, you know, on that on that squad. Hey, what do you guys? How do you learn how to be one of those programs? Do you, do you know? And I'll ask both of you guys this: What when you go to different tournaments, do you sit back and watch, or do you cherry pick ideas? Do you do you go up and talk to guys that are running programs yeah. that you have a lot of respect for, and yeah. say, look, how how do you get these kids, or how do you get to this next level? Yeah, um, I mean, I would say personally for me. Uh, I, I kind of mimicked a lot of things Boom was doing, um, you know, as far as the actual 707, you know, organization. Like, they're, like, the, the number one team that, like, the guy helped make the rules. The guy, right. you know, he has a big program down in Illinois. Um, every kid that goes, you know, that's in Illinois playing football plays on his team. Um, you know, there was actually on that Adidas commercial with Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Uh, so, you know, they're sponsored by Adidas. So, you know, we just try to talk to various people, and we built relationships um, going to these tournaments. Uh, we actually even talked to Cam Newton because Cam Newton is real heavy in 707 as well uh, with his, uh, you know, Cam, his team. you know, yeah. his youth team elites um, down in Georgia. Uh, so we just try to, you know, pick people's brains and, and try to see what we can do it and bring it up here. Randy, same question? Yeah, I think that – uh. You know, the best form of flattery is imitation. You know, I don't, I'll be the first, but I don't like everything about Boom. But the way their organization runs, um, I think it's something to say about, you know, the kids they get. You know, a lot of people always say, you know, why 7 on 7 and, and, you know, what's the benefits of this? We go into tournaments where, you know, Boom have, they, they got the number one junior receiver on their team. Yeah, yeah. This man got offers from Alabama. And I mean, it ain't all about that, but. Right. He don't have to play a down to 7-on-7 seven seven to go to school for free. 
and probably have a shot at an NFL career. But the the game, um, the polishing of your skills, the knowledge of the game, the, the getting your IQ a lot better, competing against other talent around the country, all it does is make you better. We got kids who got who have no reason, no benefits, to do this but to get better. Do do you um do you, do you understand? And and Shane knows my feeling on this, and he's been kind enough <laughs> to try. And and you know what? And he's done it in a really smart way. He's not hitting me over the head with it, right. but he sends me articles, or he'll send me a text and say, "Hey, you might want to check this out." Um, did, did, Randy, did you before you started getting involved in Seven on Seven? Did you have that kind of that that question? Like I do, I look. I'm a basketball guy, so my worry is that seven on seven is going to do for football what AAU basketball has done. Look, it's a great way to promote and 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 get out and and possibly get a scholarship and get a chance to play at a high level against high level competition. The tough part for me as a high school coach, it takes me two weeks to get kids to understand that whoever gets the defensive rebound doesn't have to shoot on the offensive end. I don't think it'll ever have the same effect. A, I, you know, AAU football, I mean basketball, um, in a way has kind of ruined basketball for high school. It's kind of like uh, what club soccer has done to high school soccer. You got top players who will not play soccer because they play for their club team and they're traveling. Right. You got high school guys who play basketball, who travel the country, who sponsored, who won't play high school basketball. You can't do that in football. <laughs> 707 football is strictly to refine your skills. If you live in the Midwest, especially if you live in the state of Wisconsin, coming out of the state of Wisconsin, um, when I got done playing football, and like I said, Shane used to always make fun of me, I was always the first person done in the state playing because we didn't play a game after the last game of the season. So I didn't touch another football till passing leagues in June. Did you play multi? Uh, were you a multi-sport I played athlete? four sports in high school. Okay. But if I had the opportunity to play football in 707, I definitely would have What would that. you have given up? Uh, you would have had to give up something, right? I mean, yeah. I would just comment on that. The only really conflict we ever had with the multi-sport athletes Track. is baseball. Or baseball. Baseball? baseball. Okay. I mean, everything else, like, you know, we practice once a week. Um, normally, we give out the tournament schedule, so the kids playing around track meets and things like that. But as far as actually working out with the schedule, we have adapted to the kids' schedules. So we won't make them miss any of the things that they need to miss with their high school. Um, he, so I know that's kind of the fear of a lot of you know, coaches, yeah. but we work around everything Super, the kids super flexible. I mean, one time a week, one one, one practice on a week. Sundays. On yeah. Sundays. You really don't have much to do. We go out of town uh, for a track meet. So people kind of don't like the view that me and Shane have on this. And sometimes even me and Shane bump heads on this, but it's like, a kid say, let's just say a kid is running track because he just wants to get faster. He's not he's not in the top 10 in the state. He's not right. competing for a state title. So it's like, uh, we going to Indiana to compete against top talent in the country for this, or do you want to go be the alternate guy on the 4 by one In my opinion, if you're going to be a football player, you should probably come to 707, not to take away from your track team or your high school accolades or whatever you're trying to do. But at that point, then you kind of got to make a decision which way you're going. If you're yeah. not running 10-5 or 10-4s, come get better at the sport that you're going to play. <laughs> he's, he's Randy Drew, Shane Covington, two guys. Uh, weren't talking about the show. And, and, and again, I look, I, I, I started doing this stuff because I think high school athletics is just uh, as, as good as it gets. And I'm always fearful. I, I, I don't like change a lot, boys. 
You know, that's that's yeah. that's an issue. And right. my, any of my family members that are listening right now are laughing because right. they yeah. know that, you know, I've, I've been with the same woman since high school. I've been right. in the same house, first house we ever, just not a big change guy. Right. And, and this thing, uh, it, I certainly understand how important it is for these guys to, to get better and they get a chance to, to form teams. They get a chance to, to meet guys from other schools, hang yeah. out with those guys. There's just uh, that whole AAU thing is the thing I, I get worried about. There are tryouts for the show. Again, go to their website. It'd be a good place to start on this. It is theshowfootball.com. One word, theshowfootball.com. Again, he's Randy Drew, Shane Covington. We'll continue our conversation with these guys on the other side of the break. This is the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Come on. Welcome back to the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside Shane Covington and Randy Drew. You can follow Shane on Twitter at Shane Covington. Randy, you got a Twitter account? I didn't find it. I do. It's, uh, I don't use it that much. It's that's all right. Well, we'll get it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's okay. I got to even look at it. Probably. Hoosier for life, Shane Covington. President of Show Elite, head football coach at Milwaukee Vincent. He's a busy, busy man. They have tryouts. If people have interest, if uh, if people want to go on that website, there's a way to get a hold of these guys on the website. Again, uh, theshowfootball.com. All the information that you need Sunday, December 2nd at Eline Park off of 76 and Good Hope Road. Registration, 8.30 to 10 o'clock. Tryouts are 10 to noon. There's a cost to trial, correct? Yes, sir. I mean, you have to rent the facility. Most definitely, yes. Yeah, so, so uh, there's some cash. Yeah, 45 uh, at the door, 50. So 45 bucks. Come in, get a red uh, tryout. Can you talk a little bit about the tryouts for these kids? I mean, what what are you looking for? And it, does it depend on what you have coming back from next year and how many kids make the team? Yeah, so uh, one of the biggest things we try to do is trying to see uh, when the kids come in, um, like how polished they are at the position. Uh, so um, we are uh, obviously with the systems, uh, quarterbacks, receivers, tight ends, and then defensively uh, we're more defensive backs. But if we have a linebacker that could run, um, you know, definitely uh, could play on the team. Um, one of the biggest things you obviously look for offensively is just uh, obviously quarterbacks, you know, with accuracy, you know, good mechanics, strong arm. Um, receivers, you know, I look for, you know, uh, polished, you know, mechanics as far as route running, um, ability to track the ball. Um, defensively, um, we, we're pretty much, uh, you know, speed. You know, we play a lot of these Florida and, and Texas teams that can run. So we don't have guys that can run with them. All they'll do is just run go routes, and we can't do nothing about it. Right. So, um, we look definitely on that side of the ball uh, for technique as well. Does size matter with this? Uh, yeah, um, I would say to an extent. Um, yeah. Because if we got a small corner, you know, just like in you know high school or college, or and if it's a six-five receiver, all they'll do is just throw the ball up and you know out man and out jump our guy. So because Randy, you're not the tallest guy I've ever seen. Yeah. Nah. I played with speed. Uh, you played with speed, <laughs> I was toughness. More of a finesse quarter. You were come close to Mike if you can. So you were you were more of a finesse quarter yes, corner. Played man a lot. When 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 you look at uh, when you look for at tryouts and and you're looking at maybe a linebacker or or defensive backs, you need guys that have uh, have a skill to play man. Do you play zone in, in seven on seven? Sometimes, but you know it's, you can't really touch anybody. You know, so you got to be able to play man. I don't care what level you play on. High school, college, and the pros, you have to be able to play man. 
I, I was a director of sales marketing for the Milwaukee Mustangs for two years. Okay. And so when you when when I look at that when when I was on the field for that that similar to to this that you needed a quarterback to, that that had could throw accurately could throw a good long ball that was catchable. Uh, they, they talk a lot about you know a guy like Aaron Rodgers trying to throw guys open. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you had you know you got to be able to to pinpoint in that game similar to seven on seven. You don't have to have a quarterback that has great feet, correct? No, um, it's, it's all you know. I'll speak because I'm the guy on the offense side of the ball. Um, one of the major things I you know when we're talking about, I want people to <clears throat> know is that it's very similar to the past past concepts in football. So we play on a regulation football. There's no really like AFL or, you know, type of uh, rules. Right. So everything I run on the offensive side is nothing but past concepts I've learned from my history and my experience playing football. So not only so, if I get your receiver, we're teaching them those concepts, running basics, running digs, running corners, you know what I'm saying, running hitch and goes, double right. moves, you know what I'm saying, how to stem, how to release inside, how to release outside. So if I get your receiver – I'm working with him from January into June on nothing but receiver technique and route running and combinations and concepts. How early do you guys know? Um, so, so again, 13 to 15-year-olds, then 16 to 18-year-olds. When you see a 13-year-old, do you, do you know that this is a kid that, that has got a shot? I mean, that early on, do, do you know if this kid, um, if he's got the speed you're looking for, but maybe his hands aren't what they should be, that you'll develop that part of it? Um, did you know early on, look, as, again, as a basketball coach, when I see a 13-year-old kid that, you know, might have some skill, is a, he's got good size, can face the basket, can get guys off the dribble, that kind of stuff, that catches my eye. You know, when I see a kid that can get in the gap and kick, you know, that kind of stuff at that early age, do you know when you, when you see kids at that age, if they got a chance to be pretty good at, at seven on seven? When I watch a young DB, all I'm looking for is how his hips are and does he have good feet. Uh, and those are things that you really can't coach. You can enhance that. It's just like if you get a fast player. If you fast, you fast. You know, I can do things. Um, we always talk about you can do things to make somebody a little bit faster. You know, you can make their technique a little bit crisper. But if you fast, you already fast. So when I'm watching young DBs, I watch to see if they got good hips. Can they open up? And can they get in and out of breaks? And those are things that you really can't coach. What? What? If they have those two, but they don't, they don't have a great understanding of the game or they don't trust their abilities, can you teach that to them? Definitely. That comes with football IQ. I mean, our, you know, our, our stats speak for themselves. I, ever since we started four years ago, um, every kid that we've dealt with, when they go back to their prospective teams the next year, they've been all conference in some capacity. Their confidence has grown. Um, their, their IQ of the game has gotten better. Um, they're more confident. They make plays. And honestly, they're coming back saying, I just, I just was holding the number five receiver in Texas – Two months ago, so I know I can stick this kid from wherever. wherever. You yeah, know, and, and uh, that's just part of the battle—just lining up every play, trying to compete. You know, Shay, we had this conversation um, last time you're here, but I want to get back to it a little bit. The city conference in the city of Milwaukee—tough. You know, to to we have great athletes. I, I've lived in the city of Milwaukee my yeah. entire life, but collectively as a group and as a team, look at Martin, Greendale Martin Luther. We we're a pretty good football program. I mean, the, the last two years these guys have yeah. done really well. But we have athletes like walking through the building like crazy mm-hmm. that are playing on our basketball team. Mm-hmm. That look, I that I think could be just 
just knocked down football players. I mean, if they wanted to play defensive back, they, you know, I told the one mm-hmm. kid last year, beat Deion Sanders. Just, you know what? They're not going to ask you to come stick in, buddy. They're going to put you on their best receiver and don't let him catch the ball. And he said, Coach, I, I, I think, I think my future is in basketball, and mm-hmm. and I don't want to get yeah. hurt. <laughs> yeah. And I have a hard time. The city of Milwaukee, we, you look, you get to, you two guys. Did you grow up in the city? Yes, sir. And went to Nicolet. You grew up in the city, right? Mm-hmm. You, Indiana, Northern Illinois, played at a high level, got paid to play football. How do we get more kids out to seven on seven? Can, is that is that a bridge to get more kids to play? Um, well, in my opinion, I definitely do. Um, one of the things, uh, you know, I'm also a special education teacher at Vincent. I've been working in education since I got done playing football, so I'm around kids all day. Right. Um, so my biggest thing is them actually seeing guys that look like them actually play the game. Um, one of the biggest issues that I think that we have here, and especially in the inner city of Milwaukee, is a lot of the guys we have that make it somewhere, they really never come back and do a camp, you know what I'm saying, like or do – uh, event for the kids, you know what I'm saying? All the guys that we have make it out, I've never really seen that. Come back. Come back and actually do these things where I can look at DeAndre Levy and be like, hey, that's Levy, he went to Vincent. Right. Or he played football. Or or that's Lance Kendricks. He he went to King, he played here. You know, so a lot of these guys that come out and, and do that, you know, that the kids don't see it. So I know in my building, one of the things I know, just me being me, got more kids out. Yeah. Because they actually got to see me like, oh, Coach Shane's a teacher. Coach Shane play here, you know, then they'll go Google me and then they'll see this and see that. Yeah, I, I've Googled themselves. you before. <laughs> yeah. yeah, hopefully all good things. <laughs> no, yeah. Oh, yeah. I did that. Other, we had that kind. I don't care about that. I, I, I don't care about that. That, that Greenfield thing. That was stupid. No, I, 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 I YouTubed it. And I realized that if, uh, if we ever get back to playing Thanksgiving football with the McGivern family, you're going to be my stepbrother, and you're my first pick. That, that I know for <laughs> sure. That I know for unless Randy Drew's there, then I got to make a decision. Right. Then I got to make a decision. Where you get to a break? We're talking about the show. It is seven on seven uh, football. They've got tryouts coming up December second, and you t- you you look at kids from all over the state that want to come in. Yeah, well, I mean, we you, had, you look uh, at yeah, We had Isaiah Westfall that played at Wisconsin Rapids. <laughs> yeah, he drove four hours every week down. So we get kids from. Last year, Kenosha, Burlington, Madison, Green Bay, you know, Wanakee, all uh, of them. You know, Barbo, Kalen Bloom. Did, did you, did you, uh, when you started this thing, if I said you're going to have a kid for, that's going to drive four hours uh, one way to come play for you, no. you would have shook your head and said you're <laughs> out of your um, mind. We actually had a Green Bay trial a couple, uh, a couple weeks ago. So we actually had a kid from Stoughton, drove all the way to Green Bay, got a hotel that Saturday. And then said he'll be in the Milwaukee trial on the second. Like, this is something he wanted to do. So we got people that actually believe in this and want to be a part of it. Let's get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue our conversation. Go to theshowfootball.com. One word, theshowfootball.com for more information. Again, December 2nd is that this trial that's coming up at Eline Park off of 76 in Good Hope. Registration, 830 to 10. Trials, 10 to noon. This is the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. To the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 F and the Fan, we are man, we're fixing the world during the breaks, man. We are fixing <laughs> the world. He is Shane Covington. You follow him 
Fjord, at Shane, Shane, Shane Covington, Hoosier for life, president of the show Elite, nonprofit, head football coach Milwaukee, Vincent, Randy Drew. He's on the staff and in the building at Whitefish Bay. He's also co-director, assistant head coach, defensive coordinator of the show. Brought them in today not to have any arguments about 7-on-7. Seven seven. I'm starting – look, I'm still where I'm at, but I'm leaning a little bit. Shane's got me uh, leaning his way a little bit. Uh, the showfootball.com is where you want to go to get more information on this organization. Who in the state of Wisconsin, who's your who's your competitors? We have no one. We're the only organization in the state of Wisconsin with 707. Yeah, so we like the Wisconsin Badgers. We plan on not having anyone else. <laughs> well, there's people listening there going, hold on a second. I'll just take the guys they cut and we'll compete. Right. That makes sense. That'd be smart. Yeah, yeah it smart. would be smart. Maybe, and I'd call it the show junior or something. I don't know. <laughs> Look at me on this marketing side of me. Right. Yeah, the show light. There you go. Right. The show light is what I would do. What uh, What's the toughest part of this for you, Randy? Um, are you married, single? No, I'm not married. You're not married. Got so, kids. Uh, how old? Uh, two 11-year-old twins, 4-year-old son, and uh, my daughter would be one on the 5th. Congratulations. Appreciate it. Man, Christmas is going to be expensive for you. Yeah. You need to borrow 20? You need to borrow You know what? Covington yeah. might do the other, but I'll, I'll do 20 if you need it. Yeah. I, unless Jake Walter will call and say, no, he'll pay you back. Then I'll borrow you what you, what you tell, need. Tell, Jake will boost me up. He'd be, he be looking out for me. Well, he, and that's good. That You know what? That that means a lot if he's boosting you up. Um, how many – so how, let's talk a little bit about how many overall teams – when you talk 13 to 15-year-olds, Shane, is that one team, two teams, three teams? Um, I, it's just all gauged on who's interested. Um, okay. Obviously, we can only do what we got as far as numbers. Right. And we also try to pull out a good product, you know, because we are traveling, you know, state to state, going against, you know, really there's no team – at these tournaments that are just horrible. Yeah. You know, so we got to come to compete. And then obviously our, we have a brand. You know, we are a nonprofit, uh, 50C13, um, which we consider ourselves a small business. So to show football in our eyes is a brand. So when we're traveling, we want to make sure that we have the best guys in Wisconsin to go out here and represent our state um, in, a, in a positive way. You're ambassadors for, for the state. Yeah. Has so to that's be. A, that's what, something that we preach with the kids. <laughs> when? Um, but, yeah, but to answer the question more direct, uh, we were planning on having two club teams, which is high school, um, like I said, from that 16 to 18 range, and then we want two future star teams. So we want to have four total. How many quarterbacks do you keep on the roster? Um, I would say on I'll probably this year six. Six quarterbacks? I'll probably, yeah. Uh, see, another thing that us doing it for four years, we, we got around the the kinks. So, like, for instance, like Randy said, like, kids sometimes be in a go either way. So, sometimes they'll have, like, a AAU basketball game. Right. Or they'll have a track meet. And they'll be like, oh, my coach said I got to come. Right. So, now if I don't got my starting quarterback, I got all these others that get an opportunity to get to go play and uh, things of that sort. Do, do those do, – does let's just say that the, the kid that you think is number four quarterback out of the six – if 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 you feel like he's not going to play this weekend, does he, does he still come with you, or do, do you no. keep him so, at home? Uh, so what we do, like last year, uh, kind of we figuring everything out for this year. Um, but last year we kept thirty. We had two teams. Uh, so quarterbacks, I had three. So we'll have like each week when they kind of practice, they compete. So we put them in different competition things during that practice. So there, so the practice is high intensity. 
Uh, so obviously, even with them being on the team, they're going against some of the best DBs, some of the best receivers in the state. So something I always preach to dads that have a quarterback is that he's not going to be, you know, throwing to those guys. He's going to actually be throwing to kids that can run the ball down. And like sometimes quarterbacks got to get adjusted to that because they're so used to throwing to guys that might not be elite like we have them. So then they'll like, hey, put it out there, Chris, to go get it. You know what I'm saying? Or hey, put it, throw it, he'll go make a play. Yeah. They don't understand that. Um, but you know, as far as with that, we're competition based. So this we try plays no yeah. favors. Yeah, if you know, if you know, no if you know, Mr. Covington, the quarterback <laughs> whisperer, the man has yeah. no favorites. I remember, was it two years ago, three years ago, we went to nationals and we played our number three. Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah. And Max, we, Max Race, and, and we almost went. We was in the semifinals, you know. And you played your number three because he had the best week of practice. Uh, yeah, well, that yeah, that yeah, and attrition. Yeah. The other two guys didn't come. So, you okay. know, it's just one of those things, next man up. The one thing that I like to preach to people, a few things that always kind of, you know, people who have questions or not bad mouth but have, you know, uh, biases guys, towards 707. Guys, guys like me. <laughs> First of all, two things. We're taking a bunch of kids, for the most part, who have never been out of the state of Wisconsin. They're getting a, a, a mini college experience. We're getting on a bus. We're going to a hotel. We're competing. We have team dinner. We have meetings. We're competing. They have to be back in their room for bed check. They have to be able to get up and regulate their time. Um, these are things that they have never, ever, ever done before in a controlled environment. Uh, the camaraderie. These kids have friends. Like you said, Max Race from Cedarburg now has a good friend in Milwaukee Riverside. And if it wasn't for the show football, they would never, ever be friends. Right. But now... They've competed together. They've traveled out of town together. Now they form kind of a brotherhood. Yeah. And a lot of them go to college together. We got about 10 kids from the show that go to St. Cloud, and they all just send us a picture with all their show stuff on. And it's you a, be- it's a and beautiful they, they thing. And they just loof against St. Cloud. We had about six kids on each of those things. And they're competing. And, and I mean, and like I said, I, I, don't, I don't think there's anything special in the water. I don't think that um, – I think I have a great knowledge of the game, but I honestly feel like we're providing these kids with nothing but reps. They, they're getting reps – most a definitely. thousand more reps than any other kid on their team who does not participate in this. And I'm not saying you have to come play with us, but just think about it. If I'm running routes, catching balls, or competing and covering receivers from February to June, and then I come back for 707, I'm already going. Most kids are getting done with track, getting done with baseball, getting done with whatever else they're doing. How do you um, you you teach defensive backs a certain way? Yes, sir. And then they go to their high school team where they have a coach that wants to teach it a different way. Mm-hmm. So similar to basketball, where we're teaching kids how to defend one way, take, take, take you know, to not let guys beat your baseline. Right. But other guys may say, look, we'll let them beat his baseline because that's where our help's going to be. Yeah, basic stuff like that. How hard is it for these kids to adjust to different coaches? It's really hard because that, that's, the, that's one of the first things that me and Shane used to always have problems with. Like, coach, you know, they'd be texting us during the season or calling us like, my right. coach don't teach that. And it's like, I'm just trying to teach you the basics of football. You know, when I when I coach my DBs, and you can ask any DB I've ever coached at Whitefish Bay or in the show, I like to give them a tool belt. Okay. And I'm just giving you a bunch of tools to use for whatever job you need. So anything that I'm teaching you and giving you, which is the basic IQ of the game that I know, uh, fundamental things, I'm teaching you press technique, off technique, what you're looking for, how to apex two receivers, how to midpoint. A zone turn, a man turn, where but, your help is. Those are all things that you can apply to anybody. So, uh, and you know what? We're going to we gotta get to a break. Other side of the break, we're going to start with this. The best coaches you ever had, I think as a high school basketball coach, I steal everything. Man, I don't, I don't right. invent 
anything. I went to all kinds of camps and clinics as I was a younger coach mm-hmm. and just took notes and stole anything that you know that I believe now and then I kind of put it all together and tweaked it for my own and I want to ask you guys who in your life who is the coach or two that that had the most impact and why and yeah. do you carry over those lessons you learned from those guys into what you do at the show get the show tryout Sunday December 2nd it's 7 on 7 football you want to represent the state of Wisconsin here are the guys that can help you they can do it. Um, go to the showfootball.com for more information. But Sunday, December 2nd at Eli Park, 76th and right off Good Hope Road. Registration 830 to 10. Tryouts 10 to 12. So you're not surprised. $45 pre-registration, $50 at the door. Well, we don't want it. We don't want anybody walking and saying, "I heard you on the radio." You never said it was going to cost me fifty bucks. Right, right. Forty-five and before we the cheapest team. Fifty to try out the cheapest team. And the cheapest team. You know what? If you like what I'm doing, tell them here's ten bucks from McGivern. You can do that all day long. This, yeah, I'm never getting that ten. Maybe five of it. This is the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan. So to honor him, Welcome back to the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. It's been a fun show, man. I like these guys. I do. Shane Covington. He is uh, the president of the show, elite nonprofit, seven on seven football, representing the state of Wisconsin, and Randy Drew, Whitefish Bay coach. Uh, Shane is the head football coach at Milwaukee. Vincent is how I really should start that whole part. Randy Drew is uh, what a defensive coordinator at. No, no, no. I'm the uh, defensive backs coach. I, I helped out the D.C. this year a little bit. We had a change into the guard. Um, we had Coach Aaron Shane there who came in was our D.C. this year, and then okay. I do special teams. Man, having fun over there? All the time. You like it? I do. It's a good group of kids. They're, good I, I tell you, a year ago, those kids were tough. Man. That senior class you had was really good. He's also, again, Randy Drew. If you don't know him, you might want to do a little research on him and Shane Covington. I did not YouTube Randy Drew. Maybe I'll do that later, but <laughs> I did Shane Covington. And Man, go ahead. Look at some of the plays that he's done, he's, he's had in his life. A couple of punt returns that there's no way I could have caught you ever in my life. <laughs> Even if I had the right angle, I was not putting you down to the carpet. I'm just telling you right now. You can uh, and Randy played at Northern Illinois. He was uh, voted top fifty greatest players of all time at Northern Illinois. Went on to have an NFL stints with the 49ers. Played in Europe. Played uh, a year in the arena football. Yeah, I did Who, one year. Who'd you play for? I played for the Green Bay uh, Blizzard. Yeah, what'd you think of that game? It's fast uh, and it hurt. <laughs> the wall, and the, the wall, and the turf never loses a battle. It never hurts. The, the, those uh, that Mustang that first year, I, I, I was with the Mustangs. We didn't win a game, and uh, it was tough. Man, I, I, I flew with the team. We played in Worcester, Massachusetts, and I'm on. Like normally, I was also the game operations director, mm-hmm. so I didn't get a chance to watch a lot of the game because I was busy. I drive. Or we fly to Worcester, and I'm standing on the field, like right there, mm-hmm. and. Um, I've never. Not only did I, we, I saw things I'd never seen, but I heard things. I a lot of talking going on <laughs> oh, yeah. that I didn't know yeah. what was going. We were up six with under a minute to go, going into score to 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 win this thing. Kid caught it, and on the one yard line, a guy drove and knocked it out of his hands. Mm-hmm. Next play, they they uh, so they got the ball. They threw a touchdown. They kicked off. 
and they hit the post, and they came out. They picked it up, ran it in. So we went wow. from being up six. <laughs> Twenty-one seconds later, we were down thirteen. Game was over. Something like that. It was just <laughs> horrible. Like arena. Yeah, it was not. <laughs> it, was it was not good at all. Hey guys, what uh, when when the parents come? First of all, can parents come and watch the tryouts? All yes, sir. Yep. You're okay with that? Yes, yep. sir. Um, when they have questions for you why their kid didn't make the team or if their kid's going to get playing time can they can they talk to you about stuff like that yeah yeah yes um, um live, normally how we do our cuts is we we kind of do it uh professionally where we bring the kid in let them know why um he got cut you know sometimes you know with me you know I'm very straightforward so I just tell him I got six other receivers that's better than you and then I'll tell him things that he needs to work on uh, we try to build the character young. Um, you know, that's what, one of the things we want to do in our program. You're you're not raising snowflakes through this program, no, not at no. all. It's all right? about competition, man. Yeah, so, it's all yeah. about competition. Yeah, definitely a positive criticism, and we'll let them know, like, hey, you know, what I'm saying well, you should work on this. And then we also have a callback list where you know we'll have a dad that says it's a go, and then he'd be like, oh well, it's not going to work around basketball, and then we'll call that guy back. So we definitely have kids that. You know, get cut and come back. What's the cost for these kids to be part of the program? Um, right, last year and just be from last year because we still figuring everything out with the new things and more teams that we're having. Um, last year we charged five hundred dollars, um, and that included all the gear, all the travel, room and board, um, huddle account, um, the coaching, the facility fees, the tournament fees, um, and it. You know, so no parent has to worry about taking them to the tournament. No parent has to worry about gear. You know, we, we provide all those things. $500? Yes, sir. Covers the year? Covers, Covers the, the whole year. season. We last year we went, to, yeah, we went to seven tournaments. Last seven year. tournaments. You, you still drive in the van, by the way? Yes. <laughs> Coming to drive. We both, we both, both do. We you, load them up. You yeah. know what? You, look, maybe one day down the road you, we get to a point you get a bus or something, get a bus driver. Yeah. Right? yeah. That's the goal. That's, that's the goal. Yeah. This year, actually. Well, not if you keep charging only five hundred bucks. Well, yeah, well, that's a, what, yeah. Well, that's a that's a price point that we feel is fair. Um, like I said, if you if you look and do your research on this program, you got you got programs charging kids twelve hundred dollars. Oh, easy, uh, fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, and they and they may do three yeah. tournaments, and they might have to pay for for the hotel. Oh, exactly. all the time. Exactly. All the time. And people, all, all the people funds we get go back into the program. None so. of our coaches get paid. Once once you change your mind, and that's when we'll start. When we we're that driving yeah. force, then that's when you'll see. You'll I'm see still not result. driving the van. Coming in, I don't care how much I fall in love with you guys. I, I am not no driving the van. No coaches on salary. This is all people who just want to do something good for kids yeah. and get better at football. The showfootball.com. Yes, Randy Drew. Again, co-director, assistant head coach. How many? You guys got some coaches, strength and conditioning coach. Saw that on the website. Yeah. Yep. We got media. We got we have pretty much every component. We have a film crew that follow us. We got drones. We got buses. We got vans. We got strength coach Craig Greer, uh, River West Strength and Conditioning. Sponsors. You must have sponsors. sponsors. Some some money coming yeah. in. Got a few. We yeah. working on a few, few still. Yeah. Like I said, this is something new. You know, people yeah. still gotta gotta buy into it. Randy Drew, Shane Covington. Hey, Merry Christmas, guys! Thanks for coming in, oh, Shane. Thank thanks for uh, for being, uh, you know, with 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 reaching out to me and getting this show done. Because you know, sometimes I lose my mind on a couple of things. So I appreciate <laughs> your consistency. You. you bet. This is the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.